Hey, everybody. It's me, Dave Joskow. It's great to be back. I've been having this very nasty dream. Very nasty. It's like, um... Well, when I was all smashed up, you know, and, and half awake and unconscious like, I kept having this dream. And like all these doctors were playing around with me Gulliver. You know, like the inside of my brain. I seem to have this dream over and over again. Do you think it means anything? <laughs> Patients who sustain the kind of injuries you have often have dreams of this sort. It's all part of the recovery process. Ah. Now then, each of these slides needs a reply from one of the people in the picture. You tell me what you think the person would say. All right. Righty right. Isn't the plumage beautiful? I just say what the other person would say. Yes. Plumage beautiful. Oh, yes, well, don't think about it too long. Just say the first thing that pops into your mind. Cabbages, knickers. Uh, it's not got a, a beak. Good. <laughs> the boy you always quarrelled with is seriously ill. My mind is a blank. Uh, the bo- and I'll smash your face. For you, your blockos. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, no time for the old in and out, love. I've just come to read the meter. Good. You sold me a crummy watch. I want my money back. You know what you can do with that watch? Stick it up your ass. <laughs> And welcome to the Nightfly Podcast. My name is Dave Juskow. How are you, everybody? It's April 2021. And I am back after traveling for the first time in two years. I mean, I just can't even believe it. It's, uh, well, I'll tell you, everything's better. Things taste be- Food tastes better. Sleep tastes better. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to think. What, what, what movie is that from? Oh, your whole life's going to change. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> but what up? Oh, I'm sorry about last week's podcast if you didn't like it. 
you liked it, then uh, you're welcome. Uh, the super groups. It was a filler podcast while I was away because, you know, I don't like taking weeks off. But now we're back live, live, taping on a Saturday morning, April 17th, coming out on whatever day, April 20th. Of course, how could I forget? My mother's birthday, Hitler's birthday, it all made, it all adds up. Certainly the way I talk about our other podcast, you would think she might have been Hitler in the past life. Of course, that couldn't be because they were alive at the same time. I think I was, though. I am. I told you. The ironic punishment for Hitler would be to come back as me. Think about it. It's too easy to know to get a pineapple stuck up your ass like a little Nicky. You come back like this where you just say, hey, you're on the precipice. You're on the precipice. Ah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. That's an, that's an ironic punishment, I believe. You can use that word correctly this time. Anyway. Yeah, so uh, April 20th. Also, uh, tonight, Tuesday night. On the big Comedy Cellar show, we got Gilbert Gottfried and Frank Cento Padre on the show, which would be spectacular. And the week after, we have this new guy I'm going to tell you about in a second, named Julian Villard, who is terrific. He's a musician. And I just, I mean, he's a friend of Collins, but I just discovered him, and he's good. Well, at least I like him. I mean, I think it's one of those things, if you're doing a Billy Joel podcast, you probably like this guy. He's a piano man. But unfortunately, somebody already stole that moniker. Well, uh, good evening, everybody, and uh, I hope everybody had a lovely two weeks uh, since, uh, like I said, I've been away. I can't believe I actually did something. I mean, I just cannot even believe that I took a plane, like a person. I mean, you know, especially in this climate, a lot of people aren't flying. I, I, but, I, I mean, everybody I knew seemed to be flying. It's the only reason I did it. But I think mixing it up a little bit was a smart move. You come back, you get excited. I was very excited to do the podcast today. I'm excited to do all the podcasts. I'm loving doing that Billy Joel podcast. I got to tell you, I was like upset last weekend because I'm like, oh, we can't record the Billy Joel podcast. Really enjoying it, which is really easy to say now that we're in the A's because, as you know, we're going alphabetically. But it does seem like uh, everybody's enjoying it. I mean, I've heard from a lot of you guys, and I've heard from a lot of other friends, and we've heard from a lot of people that we don't know who really seem to like it. I think we only had our... One negative comic comment, uh, even though there's only been four episodes out on Thursday when we did all for Lena and Elon mentioned that it the beginning reminded him of Toto from Hold the Line. And, you know, we just always make fun. Can you believe Billy Joe ripped off Toto? But of course, that's not true because all for Lena was first. But uh, the point is, we like to have fun and because that's what we do. And there was no way we were going to have a serious po- I mean, it's a serious podcast because we love talking about him and we like everything. But. We also like to have fun. You know what I'm talking about. A couple of laughs, making fun of songs that aren't so great. Meanwhile, I mean, you know, well, no, I was going to say, meanwhile, if I had one of those, even his worst song would be a fun song. No, it wouldn't, though. That's the thing. You wouldn't want to be known for that. But it doesn't matter. Wrapping up the A's today, we're doing Angry Young Man. Now, that's called Prelude, Angry Young Man, but we're moving it to the A's because, come on. Fuck that, right? What are we doing? What are people going to be? They, where's Angry Young Man? I want to find their take on Angry Young Oh, wait, it's under P? Come on, folks. That's why we're changing up. That's why we got rid of 50 seconds. We put in the Fs because it was the worst podcast we ever did, and it was the first one, and it's a shitty song. So whatever. Anyway, thank you. Hope you're liking it. The sun's in my eyes again. This is what you get for waking up early. This is the thanks you get for starting your day early I mean, I've been sleeping till noon my entire life, and especially for the last two years, 
And I said, you know what? I'm going to get up. I'm going to be a person. I'm going to get stuff done. This is the thanks I get. The, uh, the one thing I enjoy doing is doing the podcast, looking out the window. And, and, and it's so bright. I, I can't. Uh, the, my future's so bright. I got to wear shades. <laughs> Father, can I talk to you for a minute? Oh, I got more to say on that. Where should we begin today? Ooh, I don't know. Um, I'm looking at my notes, and I guess let's just start it off with the uh, Florida because I got tapes to play that. Look, if you are a fan of this show, if you are a Patreon subscriber, today will not disappoint. There's a reason you like this show. I'm hilarious at times, and this is one of those times. (laughs) This is what you're paying for. Folks, I <laughs> not only did I record greatness, okay, in Florida with these crazy, crazy people, but I was hilarious, and you'll see why, and you'll get it, and again, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, I have no idea if you'd find it funny, <laughs> but I think you would be like, oh, that's, that's interesting. I guess, I don't know. All I know is we're going to have a good time today, and that's really the most important thing. I mean, it just kind of... Now I'm doing Madeline Kahn in High Anxiety. What am I doing? Madeline Kahn in High Anxiety. Who's calling from that end of your brain? So, yeah, I'm just going to open with that, even though uh, there was stuff that happened before and uh, doing whatever. Let's just get to the the good stuff, right? So I'm going to Florida, right? So who am I going to? I'm going to visit my friend Katie who I've known for many years now. You know, I've known since she was 18. And then uh, she was a waitress at Catch a Rising Star. And it is because of her and Catch a Rising Star that I also met that girl, Trish, that died. And I bring that up today because only I wouldn't stop talking about it. But we had a, I don't know, what do you call it? A birthday funeral? Because it was her birthday on the 15th. Her birthday is always tax day. And we had a thing for her in Hoboken at the City Bistro, where I may be doing comedy shows now, but I wouldn't recommend coming. I mean, it's a great place, but I don't know if it's great for comedy. Anyway, we had like a, her family was like, hey, we're going to do this thing in Hoboken. I'm like, great, because otherwise I would have to go visit the parents that live on the border of Pennsylvania. And that ain't a lot of laughs to go to. So yeah, we uh, did this thing. And it's weird because I swear to God, I, you know, I felt like their son-in-law, their sisters were there like, oh, you're like our brother-in-law. I'm like, I'm all that stuff without the actual perks of ever being married and saying I am a widow, which, you know, then the chicks, I can, you know what I'm talking about, right, guys? But, yeah, it was um, <clears throat> weird. It's just me and their family. Oh, and this horrible girl named Amy, apparently, who used to be, wait, you don't remember me? It was one of those things. It was just like uh, Fred Stoller's performance in, uh, in Seinfeld where uh, – Elaine's like, wait, you don't remember me. This girl, she was apparently Trisha's roommate in college. I don't remember her at all, but I remember one thing. And she's married to this guy, and he was okay. But right in the middle of the conversation, he takes off his leg and puts it on the table. He's got a prosthetic leg. And I'm like, what? And I guess it was funny, but it was also gross and weird. And God damn it, why has everybody got to be weird? I mean, I'm weird, but these people are worse. So, and it was a horrible rainy day, but it was fun, I guess. I mean, it was fun. I didn't care. I never, you know, how I feel about death and funerals and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's so strange. But that's what I did on uh, Thursday with this family, which would have been my in-laws, which would have been great. 
It's hard to find good in-laws. I've told you that before. The, the other girl I was thinking about marrying her, that's the reason we didn't get married. I couldn't have a brother-in-law like her brother, you know? I couldn't have a brother-in-law that got kicked out of his own wedding by security and then came back a half hour later on his bicycle saying, fuck you guys, you can't kick me out. I mean, okay, that's hilarious. But if it's your brother-in-law, is that hilarious? I mean, how do you feel um, my brother-in-law feels about me? It's probably the same thing. Oh, God. (laughs) But uh, you got to, you know, you marry into the family. You marry into the family. You got to be, you got to make the right move. And at this this age, you're saying, like, the right move for you is just getting married, dummy. But uh, is it at this point? Maybe that would you'd say that at thirty nine, forty. But at this point, you're you're probably off, just better off being single your whole life. A coffee break. So I um, go down to Florida on Friday morning. I get to the airport, Newark Airport, which of course I love. It's so crowded. This is at six in the morning, and you know I left early. And uh, I think my flight was at nine. They're three hours early. And there was, I, I mean, I don't understand it. It was just to go through security. You were at the line went all the way back to the carousel baggage line. I mean, I guess I'm always prepared for the, but no, it, it, I haven't seen that in a long time. And I don't know what was going on, but geez. And what awful people there just are at the airport. You know, I mean, I don't have to tell you guys who the fuck flies in shorts what man flies in shorts that is just messed up you look like an asshole i know i've mentioned this before because i just don't get it why would you ever want to the guys look stupid in shorts anyway but why would you fly in them i don't know there's just something about like you know if you're gonna get i don't know if you're gonna crash you're gonna be you're gonna look like an asshole <laughs> i know it's stupid but in this day and age with COVID and everything, why would you want to have any of your bare skin touching anything you don't have to? Now, if a girl wears short shorts, that's terrific. I mean, that's fantastic. But it's so weird. I mean, I could have counted probably 80% of the guys are stupid wearing shorts, and I always think about that before I go. I'm like, which douchebag is going to be wearing shorts this time? And the girls aren't wearing enough shorts. So that's an issue. So if the girls aren't doing it, why should the guys be doing it? Think about that, jerk-offs. God, it drives me crazy. I don't know, because they just look so douchey. I mean, I saw a guy who looked like an okay guy, and he actually wore shorts while he was with his family, and he was wearing sandals. Who wears sandals going to the airport? I don't know. It just It's like gross. You're in this gross place, and there's COVID all over the place. Cover up. You know, until you get to the beach. I just don't get it. Tell me, You tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. It's disgusting. So people suck, right? I'm in front of these guys, these these couple of black guys that, I mean, they were nice, but the, the guy's pants, I mean, his pants were actually down where I was just, I was right directly behind him and I was just looking at his underwear. His pants were completely down past his underwear. <laughs> and, and quite frankly, I don't think that was a look. I think he just didn't realize his pants we're all the way down. I, I assume he did, but I, it's, who, who wants to fly like that? Well, your pants are down past your underwear. Why would you even want to walk around like that and go through security? Don't you have to take off your belt? Then you're going to be in big trouble. 
And then there were these Jewish guys, to, just to be uh, to, to go for it all, you know, uh, be racist in every category, these Orthodox Jews screaming, why isn't there more wheelchairs? And the guy wasn't in a wheelchair. He didn't need a wheelchair. He was just yelling because the security line was so long and they feel privileged, These, you know, the Hasidics. Oh, my God, just a bunch of assholes. And the only thing I can do is just remain calm, keep to myself, and just relax. And it's very difficult to do. I can't take the Xanax until I get to the plane. Because otherwise, I would take a Xanax every time I got to the airport. But you can't. you got to wait till you get on the plane. That's the most effective way to take it. As you know, when I go to California, I take it when we get to cruising altitude, which is very difficult since I'm afraid of takeoff. I love landing, afraid of takeoff. But to Florida, which was brilliant because it's only two hours and 15 minutes. Oh, my God. What a pleasure. That's what I keep forgetting. I keep flying to L.A. That's why I hate flying. Six-hour flights. Two hours and 15 minutes. Took the Xanax as soon as the plane started moving. I was asleep the entire time. The time I got up, our plane was landing both ways. It was fantastic. The travel alone was easy. And my friend hooked me up with a, a nice comfy seat. It was beautiful. And why they're handing out anything, you know, they thank God they didn't wake me up. They're like giving out stuff. What do you what do you gotta give out stuff on a two hour flight? Anyway, that was uh Everything was simple. It went according to plan. And then I got out and my uh, friend Katie was at a spa with, uh, you know, her sister-in-law, Kayla, you know, crazy Kayla. So I had nothing to do. So I went, I found a Del Taco. Do you believe that? I didn't even know they had that in Florida. I wasn't even really hungry, but I'm like, Del Taco. I love Del Taco. So I had to go to Del Taco. Just sat in Del Taco. Had four tacos, even though I knew we were going to dinner. That's why I didn't have six tacos. And I didn't get fries or anything. I just got a plain iced tea. Not that this makes it any better. And I just sat in the parking lot and talked on the phone. <laughs> it was stupid. I was just waiting for shit to happen. She goes, we'll just be at our house at five. Or was it three? Three. Four. And I just killed like three, four hours. Oh, but I rented. Okay, so when I rented a car and I, you know, had every intention of renting a big car. I was getting like a premium car. I don't know what that was. I thought it was a minivan, but it was whatever it was. It was a larger car than normal. And... uh I don't know. Everything was weird there. You know, I had it where I just pick it up. I just go and select one. And then I had to go back to the guy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He goes, oh, these are these should be separated. They're not for you. And I'm like, well, why did why are they in the premium section? And you say when you get to you just, just surpass the counter, just go pick one up. He goes, I don't know. Idiots, right? Hey, you're in Orlando, Florida. What are you going to do? Right. There's idiots over there. Hey. Uh, and so I kept walking past this one car. It was a Camaro. And I'm like, well, that doesn't look like it should be there. But I keep going past it, right? It's like it's like Pee Wee's Big Adventure where uh, he keeps going past the pet store. He keeps going past the snakes. And he's like, should I? Nah. And he keeps going past. Should I? Nah. And then he finally. So I took the Camaro because I knew even though it was like a small car to get into, you know, it's like, you know, because at this point it's just hard. <laughs> I think I'm almost 80. It's hard getting in and out of a car. My, mini, my minivan is brilliant. So I was like, no, I got to do it. I got to get the Camaro. It's too hilarious to not get the Camaro for the weekend. So I got a Camaro, my dream. And I immediately uh, texted my friend from college, Claudia, who said, uh, and I don't remember how we worded it in college, but she said, you know, it was something to the fact like, because I guess I had, I must have rented a Camaro in college once. And she goes, "Um, I think I told you that I would, uh, we had a funny way of saying it, but I would, you know, lose my virginity to the first guy that let me drive a Camaro because I let her drive it. <laughs> so I immediately texted her fucking 40 years later. And I'm like, hey, is that offer still on the table? <laughs> you know, 
Because I remembered. I mean, you know, when we were in the 80s, but the Camaro was, it was the shit. And, you know, you want to get the Johnny Lawrence car from uh, Cobra Kai. So I don't know if any of you saw my post on Instagram this past week or Facebook or Twitter, but I made a funny, you know, joke about having the car that I was auditioning for season four of Cobra Kai. You should look at it if you haven't seen it yet. It was really funny. It was just so stupid. And I drive up. My friend Katie goes, hey, that's a nice car. And I'm like, yeah, it's a sweet ride. And then I get out of the car and I forgot I have my belt on and I <laughs> fall over. <laughs> it's so it's 15 seconds. And every time I watch it, I just go, ah! <laughs> I am hilarious. And basically, I'm just ripping off the uh, Rick Moranis bit from My Blue Heaven, where he kept his uh, seat buckle, his uh, belt. He kept forgetting to take his belt off. <laughs> so whatever. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. And if they do get it, it's even funnier, right, for, our, for us and our show and our purposes. But the Camaro was awesome. And Katie's kids that are 10, they, the two twin girls, they loved it. They couldn't. They're like, can we drive with Just Cow? Oh, it's so funny, right? The Camaro still gets the chicks. Now, I know you're not supposed to say that kind of stuff, but it's just kind of funny that they were obsessed with the car. <laughs> and they're like, can we just drive with Just Cow? I mean, who would want to get in a small car like that? And they were just having the time of their life in the back seat. And I said, now, girls, this radio only plays 80s tunes. I don't know why. It's like Possessed. It was like um, that movie Christine. Remember the car Christine, which was a supernatural car, and it only played songs from the 50s. Remember, it was so stupid when they had the, the movie was bad. And it was with that, that guy who was really a horrible actor, even though he wasn't he, – he was takeable, but, you know, he was the same guy from Back to School. Yeah. Hey, what about you? Hey. Put, you know, he was putting on that horrible accent that he was writing Dangerfield's Kids, but he wasn't – He's not, you know, we, he's not awful. We don't hate the movie because of him, but Keith Gordon, I think his name was. But he was in a bunch of movies where he's just, he's just not good. And he's in Christine, and uh, he's the lead. And that the car only plays 50s music. And then, I remember the girl, the lead girl, just goes, and what about that radio? It only plays that music? I mean, it's just so stupid. So, yeah, I told him it only plays 80s music because, no, that's all it played. While we were in the car. I mean, that's there's no way I was going to play anything other. That's why I put Don Dockin on when I uh, did the, the post on Instagram. And uh, I think we were, Loverboy was on. And we were we all stayed in the car and blasted it while we went out on Sunday to get something. And it was like, turn me loose, turn me loose. We're just singing. It was right out of Johnny Lawrence's playbook in Cobra Kai. I think that's the name, right? Um so it was awesome, and it was fun, and it sounded cool when you pressed on the gas, you know? <laughs> so it was great and fun. But, yeah, so um, so on Friday, we went to get these uh, amazing oysters, and, you know, this, uh, the Kayla and her mother were there, and they're just drunks. And they were already drunk by the time I got there. I mean, they're talking crazy, and... uh this was the uh, the opening scene on Friday when I got there. Uh, apparently, this uh, you tell me if they're drunk, but I mean maybe I've done the same thing. But this babysitter comes in for the kids, and he's like a friend of the family's, I guess, or something. And his name's Ethan, and apparently he's tall. Hey. Here's curly. Oh my god, Ethan! Every time I see you, you get taller. 
I love that you're tall. Ethan, you look just like your brother. You guys are like twins, man. We're like the same height. I know, right? I love that you guys are tall. I love the tall. How tall are you, Star? Six three. You're not supposed to send it back. Wow. You're gonna be. You're just gonna keep on throwing these in the freezer last night when you had them. Keep on getting bigger. Three. I have like a couple inches more. Hey, Liz knows what I do. Liz just got it. Ethan's here. I mean, it's just you can just tell they're just wasted. But the key word is tall. And then, of course, I was just like, who the hell is Ethan? What's so great about him? Well, that's just, I'm just warming you up. I'm just warming you up with the nonsense. You can see all the commotion and nonsense. That's just in their kitchen where we were just about to go out. And we got this place, which was amazing. These oysters for cheap. And they were just like, you know, we got like 50 of them. It was fantastic. But unfortunately, Katie's husband has progressive MS, and it's sad because he's the greatest guy. He's tall and handsome, and he just he can barely walk anymore. So we couldn't go a lot of different places because you know he really can't maneuver that well. And he's so sweet, and it's so sad, and he's really nice. And um, you know, so that's the story, right? But so we went to this really location that you would just never know in a strip mall. That was the one of the some of the most delicious food. I think it was Russian food. The, the woman that was serving us was the the chef and the owner, and we had a nice talk because I think she was from Sheepshead Bay, and she was making these unbelievable dishes that were really good. And I was talking to her. I'm like, "This is unbelievable!" And, and she was also serving it. She does everything on her own. So I actually gave the place like five stars, which I don't usually post anything, but I did because it was so good, and she was so nice, and it was a very pleasant place, a very tiny but it was the first place uh you know i went in orlando without the mask or i mean everybody was wearing masks you know until you went into the restaurant it wasn't like you i thought it was going to be where you just don't have to wear any masks so i mean you have to wear it going in and then you take it off so it's just like everywhere else i i i, I get the feeling that i don't know that uh, things are a little misconstrued possibly down in florida then after that we just went back to Katie's, which is fun. You know, I mean, normally we'd, I guess if Johnny didn't have it and we were younger, we would have gone out more and just really heavily drank even more. And I was good with going home after that at this point. I mean, maybe not, maybe I wanted to go to another place because I was out and about, you know, but going to their house is fun. And her, Katie's sister was there and I like her husband, his, his name's Flip. And you got to like hanging out with a guy named Flip, right? I mean, it's a great guy and she's nice. And we went to their house because their kids, they had to go. Well, first of all, Katie's mother-in-law, you know, just was like, like after she finished, like, yeah, I got to go home. And we're like, what are you talking about? We just got it. Like, yeah, I got to go. It was so selfish. And then she was like, yeah, I got to. I'm like, well, what does that mean? You got and she's drunk and it just. It, I, I don't even know why I'm telling you. It's just it was just so frustrating. It's like something somebody does. You know, if you're older, you know, get an Uber. So you got to go, but just go. So it's like you know, who's going to drive me home? I mean, what an asshole! What the hell is that? That's completely unacceptable. So anyway, then we go to this place. So Flip and Liz's kid, is, so this is amazing, right? Their kid, they want to get home because they want to see their kid has a, a cheer prom that's happening, right? One of the girls is a, the head cheerleader, and she's certainly hot enough where you would buy that in a second. And they were having a prom for the cheerleaders. So their kids who aren't cheerleaders but they're friends with that girl – we're all going to this prom. And so we went and we saw these kids, you know, we're 17, all dressed up and really, you know, the girls dressed up like normal and the guys dressed up like, 
<laughs> like as if you're a dad from the 50s. Well, look at these hooligans, you know, <laughs> like uh, like uh, the lady from Caddyshack, <laughs> whatever. Like you, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but they're just cool, you know. The guys are just cool. And I met this one kid. His name's Casey. He's got the. I took a picture with him because I'm like, this is the coolest. This is the new James Spader from Pretty in Pink. He's got the coolest hair. He's dressed cool. He's got amazing shoes, and he's carrying a Diet Coke. And I don't think he's drunk. He's probably high. I heard he doesn't drink. But he was so cool. He's carrying the Diet Coke as if it's a scotch and soda, like he's Arthur. But not walking around drunk, but just cool. And then he goes to Flip. And I'll never forget because we've been using it all weekend. He, go, he goes, Flip goes, oh, Casey, I haven't, you know, it's been a long, I haven't seen you in a while. And, um, and this kid, 17-year-old kid just goes, yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, you know, and I was like, who talks to a parent like that? That's unbelievable. Like, yeah, it's been a minute, huh? I was like, this coolest kid I've ever seen. And, uh, yeah, I had to get a picture with him. I I guess I shouldn't post that. I don't know. I, maybe on the next video show, maybe I'll show you. Because it, you'll see what I mean. He was just so cool. But, I mean, who talks like that? Meanwhile, turns out he's dating the head cheerleader. But the gossip is, wouldn't it be funny if he was listening? What? Um, that she doesn't like him that way. And he's going to be destroyed. But it certainly was that kind of kid who looks like he should be dating the head cheerleader. And maybe she'll come around. But who knows? That's the gossip. But she certainly was the prettiest of the bunch, which made sense that she would be the head cheerleader. So how exciting was it, you know, when I just recited all my Bring It On lines for them? And uh, they're like, what's with this old guy? Why does he know this stuff? Yeah, then we just, then we just drank out in this guy's driveway you know, canned beer. My, fa- I mean, it was the best night of my life. <laughs> it, the, the weather was perfect, just drinking in somebody's driveway. I couldn't have been happier. I know we didn't go to a second bar, and I'm like, this is this is all I want to do with the rest of my life. I think. I don't, when we go to my sister's backyard, it's fun, but I love I love hanging out in the driveway. It's like a tailgate. We were hanging out behind his car. He has a truck. I mean, it was just like a tailgate. I prefer hanging out in the driveway. That's my dream. I, the backyard doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. I guess it has something to do with like a tailgate or something. Anyway, again, this is all set up for Saturday night. Saturday, Saturday, I went to go see the, her girls. They play basketball. I got them some Orlando Magic jerseys. They couldn't have been happier. Some shirts, which I was pleased. I'm not a good gift getter, giver, but I gave these girls gifts, and they wore it that day for their game. I couldn't have been more happy. After I drove them there in the Camaro, they were so excited. And then one of them, when we got home that day and I was going back to my hotel to change, hid in the car. And I almost got halfway to the hotel. She was like, hey, Jessica. And I'm like, ah! You know? And I was like, I mean, she just did not want to leave the car. She hid in the back of the car, like in a movie. And I was like, um, I have your daughter here. What should I do with her? Should I take her back to the hotel? Or what, what do you want me to do with her? It was really funny. I mean, who would want to leave the Camaro, am I right? But, uh, yeah, so I went to their basketball game. It was so fun, just doing normal people shit. And, uh, you know, it was just in a random gym, and it was stupid. Just 10-year-olds playing basketball. It was really fun and easy. And I even wore shorts. See, that's where you wear shorts, right? I wore. Sh- I mean, that's where you wear shorts. Not in a goddamn plane. Unless you're Dave Cross. You know, if you're David Cross, that guy... I don't think he actually has pants unless he's doing a character. But 
so then, uh, yeah, we were going for dinner, and this, this time, I guess they decided we were going to go to this sushi place in, I think it's called Winter Park, Florida. It's by you know downtown Orlando, by by the uh, arena or whatever, and it's about a half hour away. So Flip was driving everybody. I said, I bet you we can fit into one car, and we squeezed into this car because, well, Johnny's wheelchair is in there. You know, we were going to try a wheelchair for the first time. He'd never been in a wheelchair. And we're like, we'll give it a try, but it was a disaster because it just it just it was too close to the car. He didn't need it, but I. You know, I wheeled him into the bathroom, but then he had to get out of the wheelchair to go. So I was like, you know, what's the point of the wheelchair? If you can walk a little, I guess it's it's better. And he's so tall, you know, he barely fits in a wheelchair. Anyway, so we were all squeezed into this truck. How many of us were there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven people, seven adults in a truck or, you know, a van, whatever it was, and uh, an SUV. And while we were going there, that's when the amazing stuff happened that I recorded. Let me do, let's start with this one. And remember, while they're all yelling and screaming, I always I like to stir the pot because everybody's getting uptight. Uh, they thought we were going to crash. Flip's drive. It's pouring rain, too. But, I mean, Flip is the coolest. He didn't falter at all. But I, I like to, you know, I like to stir the pot. I like to, like, uh you know, continue with the madness or uh, add in. So, but here's the the first part where Kayla is screaming that the air conditioner is on. She thought somebody farted, but it was probably her screaming that the it was too hot in the car because I'm pretty sure she's getting hot flashes and she's not admitting it. I don't know. They you really turned the air off and farted. You sick fuck. Sick. Sick ass. It was. And you put it all the way up to seventy, like heat. I'm now sorry. turn it down, you fuck ass. Put it to seventy. No, it's not sixty. No, do it. Stop fucking around. Yeah, I know. Stop fucking around, it, honey. Come on. Stop reaching up here. Oh, uh, they fix it. You're gonna crash us. Seriously, Kayla. 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 I didn't turn anything. I didn't out. do anything. He did. What are you trying to do? You thought it not gonna crash? I'm not touching flip. Turn it up, Goddard. The shifter's right here. Turn it down, Goddard. Katie was in the back. She goes, if we die, you can take care of the kids. Um, because she was uh, grabbing up front. It was just like in that commercial from the 70s where the kids are in the back of the car and they cover up the driver's eyes as a gag because they're high and then they get into an accident. It was exactly like that. She's like reaching up front and going to think. As it turns out, the thing for the back temperature, she was touching it with her knee and didn't realize it was all her. She's screaming at Johnny who's sitting in the front to turn, but he's not touching anything, which he's telling her because she's accidentally turning it up with her knee, which he didn't notice and just kept yelling at Johnny. And I'm pretty sure this is where I just pull in the Howard Stern because the temperature was at 69. And so if you listen to Howard Stern, Ronnie always yells 69. So again, I just, you know, I like to add in. I like to go with the flow. <laughs> you put it at 69 again. Turn it down. 69! Will you turn what? it? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Turn it down. No, so you're being rude now. Turning it off. Isn't that great? They're all just screaming and yelling at each other. We're in this car driving 70 miles an hour, and it's pouring rain. 
I mean, how do they not understand the driver? I mean, that's what I when I'm driving and people are doing stuff. I'm like, what are you crazy? You don't think that affects the driver in a driving rain? He's doing the best he can to concentrate on the road. They're such sick people. It's so weird. Um, but here's the best part. I that you know, this is why I told you you were gonna like it. Okay, this is the one I've been waiting to share with you. Because then, like I said, with all the commotion going on, I just decided to go for the most obvious of all. Well, not the most obvious, but just for our intensive purposes, the podcast. I figure I'd pull the Saturday Night Fever card. Oh, my God. Spring break! Turn the air on on the regulars. Hey Flip, can I talk to you for a second? I just gotta talk to you yeah, for a second. I'm trying to talk to you before about something, you know? Hey, Flip, hey Flip, can I talk to you? Listen, my girlfriend, she likes to taste the communion wafers, right? Hey Flip, Flip, can I talk to you for a second, please? Isn't that the best? <laughs> I just figure they're all screaming and yelling at each other, so I'm just going to add in the uh, Saturday Fever. Hey, Father, can I talk to you for a second? Hey, Father. Hey, hey, Father. Hey, Flip. Can I talk to you? Yeah, my girlfriend likes it. <laughs> it was like nobody's laughing, but well, I was doing it because I knew I was recording it, so I knew I'd bring it to you guys. <laughs> and I was like so happy when it was happening. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. I'm pretty sure they were like, Jessica, do you have enough stuff for your pockets? I don't think they, I, I mean, I told them I was recording stuff. So uh, they knew I was going to record sooner or later, but I didn't think I was going to catch such classic gold in the car. I mean, what could be easier? I mean, it's just a perfect place to, uh, and I was sitting right next to loud Kayla. Turn it down. I mean, can you imagine being the driver in that car? Poor flip. But we somehow got there in one piece. When we went back, I, they were going to take an Uber. I'm like, no, no, no. I'll squeeze into the trunk with the wheelchair. I'll squeeze in. Don't I like it. And um, I didn't mind at all. And it was, But I was really squeezed in. And it was like, you know, far. And Kayla needed to stop at 7-Eleven for vapes, I guess, or something. I don't know what she was stopping for. All I know is we stopped at 7-Eleven, which I love to do, you know. And I was able – I just needed to get out of the back for a second – and uh, we got to the counter, and I bought three tall boy Heinekens. I bought one for myself, and then Katie goes, oh, my God, Johnny and Flip love those. I'm like, okay, great. We'll get those. And Kayla had bought a bag of chips, three bags of chips, and then Katie bought, like, three six-packs of beer, something you cannot buy at 7-Eleven in New Jersey, by the way. They don't sell alcohol. So that was exciting on its own. And... So we got to the counter, and Kayla's paying for her stuff, and she's got some crazy credit card I've never heard of before, like the like trying to put in your Discover card or something, or you know your your Metro card somewhere, and, and it was just not taking it because I'd never heard of it before. I'm like, I'll get this, I'll get your three bags of chips. Don't worry, and uh, you know I'll get everything. And then all of a sudden he goes, Yeah, that'll be 149 dollars. I'm like, Gotcha. What? Because apparently I was also paying for Kayla's five vapes cartridges, which I had no idea. And she just walked out. So I'm like, what? I, what? I, I thought I was being a big shot. By, I'll take care of you. I'll take care of your three bags of chips. Don't worry. Man, did I get screwed. Once again, burned. There was no way out. The card was already in. And it was. And she was like, and she goes, Kayla goes, I'll Venmo you. And I'm like. Don't worry about, uh, please, I think I can handle three bags of chips. 
burn. Damn it. They got me good. And Rebecca was beautiful. Oh, by the way, you know, when those kids are playing basketball, they're not allowed to have team names anymore. You imagine this? This cancel culture is such a nightmare. The kids can't even have team names anymore. So basically, it's just like that Saturday Night Live says. But we have that game against the visitors tomorrow. I mean, isn't this pathetic world we're living in? These kids, they're going to grow up just being jerk-offs. It's, 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 it's not cool. That's not old man shit. That's just sad. You can't have a team name. There's no team names anymore. I guess the Washington Redskins blew it for everybody. So why don't they just call themselves the Orlando basketball team? Jesus Christ. So then on uh, Sunday, because it was bad weather, we just hung out at their house, and it was fun. We went uh, for a car riding out with the kids because they just love the, you know. I mean, listen, who wouldn't like the Camaro? And then I uh, just took some audio of Patty's uh, or his, uh, the, the Katie's uh, mother-in-law, the one I took as the date who fell into the pool. Uh, <laughs> I took some audio of this because Katie's kids were you know, give me riddles. Like, what is an obtuse triangle? You know how kids do that. So I knew the answers at this point. And so we were trying it. They were trying it on uh, the grand, their grandmother, who was so drunk. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine having a drunken grandmother like this. But those kids, we were having a really good time kind of making fun of her. I mean, yeah, I was making fun because why not? It was hilarious. And the kids were loving it. Hey, when you were talking about the acuting and you said ice, would you have to make an isosceles triangle? Is that what you meant to say? No, I actually never brought that up. Because you brought up ice. We heard it. Yeah, I heard we it. Were here. No, I said ice because ice, ice, baby, is vanilla. What, what does that have to do with an acute angle? Ice, ice, baby, that's the first thing you got to do. <laughs> Okay, wait, start from the beginning. <laughs> start from How the beginning. You got to, can you imagine if that was your grandmother? I said, baby, who was That was my date for Katie's wedding. Um, oh, my God. I'm pretty sure I've told you what she does before. I'm not going to mention it again. But when you, if I ever tell you or she retires, I'll tell you again, and then you'll laugh even harder. Uh, but yeah, that's somebody's grandmother. <laughs> I just, I know everybody has a grandmother like that. I just, I don't, you know, I never saw my grandmother's never dry. I never saw them drink once. I don't even know whether they even had a glass of champagne. I'm sure they did, but it certainly never. And then there was another thing because, you know, they got another kid, right? In fact, her name's kid. And she came in with this boyfriend that everybody hates and she's going to turn 40 and he was like, well, you won't be seeing her on her 40th birthday. And he meant it like he had plans for her. And then the mom just got all upset about that. Because she still has a sense of value for the family and dragged that little complete laugh with her. He had the nerve to bring up to Bree and I that um, you won't be seeing your daughter on her 40th birthday. I like all right, what was going through my head when you oh, saw the pause? This is when I told you it was, it was like last night, the other night. Right. That motherfucker is not so... Can <laughs> you imagine? That motherfucker, if he thinks he's going to say and I don't even think this is... Hey, Father, can I talk to you for a minute? You know, I was 
thinking about starting that up again because again I knew I knew I was recording. So it's, it you love adding to the chaos. That's the fun. Sixty nine. Oh, it's uh, it's great, isn't it? That's why I went down there. Listen, we're, we're just hanging out at the house. We were going out to go a couple of dinners. I mean, that was the plan. I wanted to see these two messes. The, the, the mother and daughter just go to town and be drunk and uh, just say stupid stuff. That was the plan. And uh, I think, listen, we haven't been able to – I haven't been able to tell you any stories about anything in, in, in a year, a, in exactly a year. And I certainly haven't been able to record anything in a long time. So this was a necessary thing to do to be back I mean, we've been just talking about nonsense. Nobody's had anything to discuss in like a year. So I needed to bring the goods. We needed to up the podcast a bit. And I think we delivered. Hey, Father, can I talk to you? For, you know, I could listen to that clip a hundred times. I was laughing every time I heard it. <laughs> hey, Flip. Yeah, my girlfriend, she likes to taste the communion wafers. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Did you get her pregnant? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Oh, then I'm afraid there's nothing I can do. Have you talked to your priest? Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, he says, uh, yeah, I can't do anything, you know. Uh, well, it's nice talking to you, Father. It's nice talking to you. There's one other thing I wanted to tell you about yesterday when I went to uh, Trisha's, um, whatever you call it, birthday, <laughs> funeral. Uh, I have these black pair of jeans that I got from Tommy Bahamas, and for some reason the zipper just like, the zipper works, but it, like the flap doesn't close over the zipper itself, so it's always showing. And I even went to the dry cleaner. I'm like, "Can you fix this?" So it's hard to. I was wearing a jacket, and I, you know, the, then then your pants are exposed because normally I wear a shirt over the pants, so it doesn't matter. But I really wanted to wear these particular pants uh, with the jacket, and so I had to put a piece of scotch tape so it didn't come off, and I couldn't go to the bathroom. And it was funny when I got home. After drinking and stuff, I was like, oh, I have to break the seal. Like, literally and figuratively. Because I had to take the tape off. Great story, right? <laughs> so glad I saved it. For the... Anywho. Oh, and also what Katie was saying, she was like, so when we were at the sushi place, she goes, you have no idea the drama that was happening the other side of the table. And I was like, damn it. Because that's what I wanted to see. So that's when the mother and the daughter were yelling at, the kid, at the, their other daughter's boyfriend and I'm like, damn it, that's why I came to town. But I was sitting at the fun side of the table. I love the drama. And so then Katie goes, right, she's ordering Domino's for the last two nights for the kids, for babysitting. And it's so funny. You know, when they order pizza down there, that's what they order, right? It's, a, it's hilarious. It's not New York. And you know I have no problems with it. And when we got home from both restaurants, I always had a piece of pizza because, well, you know, uh, I'm disgusting. So Katie goes, hey, do you want me to order you a pie? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, get me some. Just, I just The only thing I don't like is pepperoni. And I know she heard me say it. And when we got home, I'm like, did you get anything besides pepperoni? She goes, no. And I, def- I, and I definitely heard you asking. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I know I said, just don't keep, get, me pepper- get me something without pepperoni. And she ended up getting like double pepperoni, which was so – Johnny was like, she got you double pepperoni. <laughs> and like, so that's why – I think she takes out her anger on me in different ways like that, you know, for maybe for the car ride and being such a dick. She's like, I'm getting him double pepperoni. Fuck him. And she's such a sweet person. She has so much to deal with. There was one point on uh, Sunday or Saturday where she had just had it, had her 
sister-in-law, mother-in-law staying there, her kids yelling and screaming. You could just see it on her face, and she has such a kind demeanor about her, and it's just, you know, you could just tell we've known each other for so long. You could just tell she's, like, done and needs, like, a break. And probably just couldn't wait to go back to work, you know, like, somewhere. Like, even if she works in Fort Lauderdale, she's like, I can't wait to drive all the way down there. I got to get out of here. I mean, what a mess. I mean, you heard it. I mean, that's that's constant in their house. Meanwhile, they now they... They found a way to put Kayla down. They put her down. When she's getting out of control, they they give her some sort of hallucinogenic, and then she passes out for the next 12 hours. It's unbelievable. So then they get some rest. But, yeah, then she wakes up the next day and just starts drinking again. The two, the two of them don't pace themselves. So if you have a dinner at 6 o'clock and you're drinking at 12, I mean, if you can handle it, fine, but they can't handle it. And you know me, I'm all about pacing myself. It's very important. You got to be able to... You got to be able to handle it. You got to know when to fold them and when to hold them. I opened for David Tell on Wednesday at the Stress Factory because, I, and again, the trip helped me do that. He goes, do you want to do it? I wasn't ready to go out and perform. And when I was down there, I'm like, hey, is that still open? Can I still do it Wednesday? Because then I was out and I was like, yeah, I can do stuff and I can do stuff. So we went to the Stress Factory Wednesday and then he's like, oh, can you host? There was an accident. I'm like, oh, crap. I wasn't ready to host. I was ready to do a set and uh, I didn't do very well. The crowd didn't hate me, but I didn't do very well. Later, I did better. So they clearly didn't hate me. Because, you know, I, when you're those, you got to keep going back up, which I've told you a hundred times. The worst thing, if they hate you, they're like, oh, crap, this guy again. And you got to do a little material in between. So, But it got better and better. So whatever. I mean, I'm just not good at warming the crowd up. I'm not a good host. I mean, I am a good host, but I'm not a good host in warming up. I'm an excellent virtual host. How about that? When there's no crowd, I am an outstanding host. But... Somehow live, I don't like to talk to the audience or anything because I don't have any comebacks. And that's why I said when they were up, there was uh, me and uh, Louis Katz, Rich Voss, uh, Will Savens, and Dave. And I said, don't, he likes to bring up all the comics. And I said, don't bring me up. First of all, there's not enough mics and I can't compete with you guys and I don't want any trouble. So thank God he didn't mind. Sometimes he gets angry. So at least I put it in, in advance. Anyway, I wrote down three of the things he said because remember, I can never remember knowing I was going to be on the podcast because you know how goddamn funny he is. And he goes, um, well, you know, you won't be able to shake hands anymore with people. You know, that's out. So uh, I just give people a soft heil now, you know, <laughs> like Heil Hitler. <laughs> just give them a soft heil. And uh, I thought that was good. Um, I know Dave Elliott's laughing. Then he goes, uh, yeah, you know, I've been doing a lot of, uh, I was doing a lot of traveling before the pandemic. You know, I've gone from Wuhan to Brazil to Florida to an Orthodox Jewish wedding. <laughs> it's good stuff, right? And then, uh, then he just goes, well, I live, you know, I voted for Biden, you know, Hunter Biden. So those three things I wrote down so I would not forget. And I don't mind telling you uh, because if, because with him, it doesn't matter. You'd be like, well, why'd you use it on your podcast? You know, that's new stuff. And I'm like, because you won't even be using it in a week. And then it'll, it'll just go the way of nothing. And no one will ever hear of it. I mean, this is the problem with him in television. I've told you before. He likes to cut out all the stuff that nobody's ever heard before. You know how many gems are on the cutting room floor of the gong show? So that's why I don't mind very much. The other thing I did, I, w I was on Marina's virtual show on Thursday before I left. And that went really well. I did really well. It was just 10 minutes, and it was great. I had a great time. I stayed. She had a fun show, and her... Uh, her listeners or her, uh, you know, the people that were on the show that paid for the show, five bucks for three hours. 
It was great. And they were really nice. And they actually Venmoed me some money, like a tip out. It was uh, really great. And uh, I was very pleased with that. And I'm glad that Maureen and I are buddies again because then she called me immediately after. She's like, wasn't that fun? And she said, you know, I was making fun of her because she goes, well, first we have a dance party. And I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But I mean, the crowd was into it. And then you just stay until late. She does an hour and then they dance again. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's kind of brilliant in the, especially during COVID to have something like that where you can just dance around and have a good time with your friends that aren't judging and, I was judging at first, and then I was like, no, this is really, really cool. Met a lot of nice new people and stuff, so that was great. I did find out that the mall show was canceled, which is hilarious because the Joseph A. Bank, where we were going to have it, the spot got leased, so what are you going to do? But we're going to have the outdoor show still. I just got to work it out. Also, I found out, so yesterday I found out that I got my tax report from my accountant, and uh, he goes, you're getting money back. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. How am I getting money back? I already owe the IRS so much money. He goes, well, you didn't get your stimulus checks. I'm like, oh, right. So they're getting federal, right? I'm getting some money back. But for the state, they're taking, I, I owe $4,000. And I said, how is that possible? I, I don't understand. How, I, I, from what? He goes, well, I guess you didn't take it out of your unemployment. I'm like, that, that's impossible. I pressed on purpose because I knew this day would come. And I'm usually bad about this, but when it came to the unemployment, I took out the maximum amount of taxes. So this wouldn't happen. So either somebody made a mistake or I'm just not getting it. And then when I talk to the guy, I don't blame the accountants. When I talk to the guy, he goes, you know, that's what they do. They, they, they just, they're screwing people during the pandemic. I remember I was telling you the government's really been taking care of us and stuff, and they, they have in many ways. But man, that, it's the state. It's the Cuomo. It's New York. Fuck. It's so uncool. They're charging me $4,000. I didn't even make $4,000 this year. That's really fucked up. And then the account was like, and now here's my bill. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, that's, the, but, you know, that's how it works. But, uh, and meanwhile, so I went down. I, I, I was down in Verizon. I was getting a new phone cover, like, a, like a, the plastic that goes over the phone. I went down to Verizon before I went to Florida. There's a store right by my house. And he goes, oh, by the way, you know, you're due for an upgrade, you know, whatever. I'm like, hey, great. He goes, you're still paying $700 off your phone now. And I'm like, I am? I didn't even know. And uh, he goes, but if you get a new phone, we'll take $400 off. And I'm like, oh, that's terrific. But I must have heard wrong. And I went down to get the new phone and I was excited, even though I don't need a new phone. But I love getting a new phone because, again, I have, uh, you know, an Android, so it's stupid. But I only have them transfer the contacts. I never have them transfer the apps. I like to start fresh. So just adding the apps as I need them, and I love it. So I was really excited to kind of just start fresh. And then when I got it, he goes, okay, that'll be $500. I'm like, wait, what? He goes, yeah, yeah, you have to pay that today. And I'm like, wait, I thought you said I was saving $400. And he goes, no, 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 here's what I said. And by that time, I was like, so excited to get the phone he had already he had already wiped the other phone clean i'm like fuck what a horrible financial day yesterday was for somebody that's unemployed i fucked up everything i just financially fucked up everything in one fell swoop yesterday very upset with myself 
Then I went to the grocery store because I decided, oh, so tonight, right? It's Saturday. So what am I going to make tonight? I decided I was going to make uh, chicken fried rice, which sometimes I make. I make it from, from scratch. It's exciting. Don't order it from the Chinese restaurant. I make it myself in a wok, and it's awesome. You know what you use for the uh, brown rice that we grew up on, if, if you're from this area? Uh, the brown fried rice, you know, because a lot of the times you get the yellow or whatever. They just don't get it right. The brown fried rice, it's all about dark soy sauce. That's the key. That makes it the brown color that we remember as kids. And uh, But it's really, I've, got, I've had it before. It's delicious. So I was going to the grocery store. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll do the meal prep this week because we haven't done it in a while. So I decided I'm going to make, I'm going to remake this uh, chicken cob salad for lunch. And then uh, turkey meatloaf with stri- with green beans for dinner. So I had to go to the grocery store, and you know how I hate it here. And then uh, spend more, you know. And I, if, if the first uh, ingredient for the chicken cup, a rotisserie chicken. You know, I'm like, where do you get a rotisserie chicken? So I go to the store and I go to the meat counter. I don't see any rotisserie chicken. And the guy gets angry. I'm like, hey, do you have a rotisserie chicken? There's no one there. It's nine o'clock on a Friday. It's nine o'clock on a Friday night. I changed the lyrics. Uh, and, I, and he goes, well, if we haven't, either over there. And he's yelling at I'm like, what? How the fuck? I just, I, I don't, obviously, if I'm asking, do you have rotisserie chicken? I don't know what fucking, I don't know where it comes from or what it looks like. The fuck are you yelling at me for, asshole? I didn't ask him politely. And this is a guy I've known for a long time. I don't know what his fucking story is. If we have any, it's over there, jerk off. And there was nothing there. Or maybe he thought, like, I was just asking because there was nothing there. And I was like, oh, great. The one ingredient I didn't have any idea if I was going to be able to find. The first time I made it, I think I was shopping in Jersey. So that was easy to find. But in New York. So this morning, I had to get up, go to another grocery store, found the rotisserie chicken at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. You know, they have to make it. You know, whatever. I don't know what the – so stupid. Couldn't even get plain yogurt for the ingredient. I mean, it's like it's – sucks here so much so frustrating and then so then i i don't even want to so frustrating anyway so that's what i'm gonna gonna meal prep also we're taking my mother out to perth amboy new jersey yeah oh beautiful downtown perth amboy new jersey where we're gonna get a a beautiful view of the staten island skyline while we uh dine on uh, lobster and yeah we're taking my mother uh for it was bet's idea to take her out for a little brunch action for her birthday so we're doing that at this uh, place where she grew up, you know, Perth Amboy. We're like, I just came up. I was like, yeah, let's do that. It's going to be a nice day. We we're thinking about sitting outside, but I made a game time decision because even though it's going to be a nice day, it's going to be a little chilly because it said it might, at its highest, it might be 60 and we're sitting on the water. You know how that is. Smart move moving inside. I guess that'll be fun. I guess. I mean, at least other people will be around. So that's something. Those are my big plans. This week, otherwise, oh, by the way, when I went to uh, airport security, I bought Katie a candle for her birthday. Uh, it's called a homesick candle, and, it's, and it smells like, apparently, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a joke, but it's supposed to smell like, it's supposed to remind you of New York City. <laughs> so it smells like duty. <laughs> no, I don't know what it's supposed to smell like, Central Park or something. It's just, you know, and she's like, oh, I love these. You know, she, she knew what the brand was, but she never had that. So it was, I guess I did good good gifts this time. Uh, but I put it in my suitcase, and I got stopped by airport security. Uh, they they didn't – you could bring the candle on the plane, but they had to check it, and they had to unwrap my amazing wrapping job that I put in the Sunday comics. So that was a bummer, but that was an interesting 
tw- I had a feeling for some reason that a candle would be problematic, but I guess I guess if they're seeing a wick in an X-ray, they got to take a look. And quite frankly, if I were them, I wouldn't even let me travel with the candle. I just wasn't sure how that was going to be. But um, you know, who knows what's inside that candle? But they had to, they checked it out, and I was like, damn it. I don't know why. I, I definitely thought I was like, I guess you could travel with a candle. Why can't you travel with a candle? But I guess, like, again, if you're seeing like a a fuse, you know, <laughs> in your luggage, I was like, what did they see in my luggage? The last thing I want to tell you today is that, um, so on the Comedy Cellar shows, what we're trying to do is once a month have uh, a musician on, you know, like we had Leslie Mendelson, who was really great uh, a, a month ago, and on the 27th. Colin recommended this guy. First, he recommended this one guy who I just didn't care for. I don't know why. When I saw his stuff, I didn't like it. Then he recommended this other guy, Julian Villard. I went online, and I went on YouTube, and I played the first song that came up, and I was in love with this guy. Yeah, and he's going to help us with our Billy Joel podcast. Is he's really good at He's a piano guy, and I love piano music. This is a song from like 10 years ago, and the video is great. It's him, like, with the piano outdoors, like, on the BQE and stuff like that. It's really great. So he's telling me about this guy. I didn't know about him or anything. And then I just played the song, and I'm like, you've got you to make sure this guy's on our show. He's amazing. I think his whole thing is, he's like, please don't make me play Piano Man. That might even be one of his album names. I don't know. But he's a big Billy Joel fan. And so he said he can give us, like, a bumper that sounds something like Billy Joel, which will be helpful for us for our other podcast. But listen to this song. I mean, it's just so... I'm going to play the song, then I'm going to tell you what happened after. I mean, it's not a big deal, but um, I hope I just hope you like it as much as I do. Working out, getting fit. Pretty soon I'm going to quit. Smoking's bad for my A.I.M. Got a car, got some clothes. DVDs from HBO All I need For my sale What's gonna happen when It feels like love again For the first time For the first time I make my way back down The long line Such a long line And it feels like love again For the first time For the first time And why Walking out on the street Ever someone that I meet Just another hand in the road Back and forth, slipping through Use my secret in the moves Got to keep from getting close What's gonna happen when It feels like love again for the first time I'm in my way back down the long line, such a long line. And it feels like love again for the first time, for the first time in a while. It's been a while. Hey, it's been a minute, huh? I think he's terrific, and he totally reminded me of Ben Folds, like when I heard it, and how we, me and Sarah Silverman got obsessed with Ben Folds 
back in the 90s. So I immediately called my sister or emailed my sister and Sarah, sent them this video. And because uh, I knew that they would, I was hoping they would both like it because we used to like this. I mean, I know Sarah, you, I knew my sister would like it. But, you know, I knew this is, you know, me and Sarah's perfect music that we used to love. So I sent it to her. She goes, oh, my God. Yeah. No, I, I love this guy. Uh, I saw him at Adam. Ironically, saw him because he reminds me. I saw him at Adam Schlesinger's, you know, karaoke bar that he had down on 20th Street. And he, you know, backed up everybody singing all night. And then at the end, he played Cheer Up Charlie from Willy Wonka. She's like, I worship him. And I was so happy to hear that because I was like, knew this was our kind of music that we liked it. I, I just like that. I like that he's a piano guy and there's piano, but then I like that he has no problem just adding in the other instruments, you know, and that's why I also like this song as well. But he also has, he, he makes fun videos. He has one where I guess, I think he did, and I'm going to find out, okay, but he's got this video. I think it's called We're Not Getting Married Today or something. But but the video is so great, and I got to find out because it feels like it was taken at his wedding, at his actual wedding yeah, you know how like you go into those boots and you take pictures and you have costumes and you have the stuff? I think everybody was mouthing the video, the lyrics to the video wh- while they were at the wedding. And I'm like, oh my God, that's brilliant. You know, it was so, so if that's the case, how cool and fun is this guy? You know, I'm like really excited to uh, have him on and be friends with him. Here's another song. I like this when he when he has the verse, but he adds in extra instruments like that electronic the, the Korg three thousand whatever it is. I mean, I like that. I like that a lot. I think it makes it pick up a lot, and I like the bass line in this. He goes to those places I like, like Adam. That? Yeah, what instrument is that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think he's terrific. I, uh, you know, we've uh, communicated. He seems like a nice guy, and of course, the fact that uh, Sarah loves him, I'm sure. I don't know whether he knows or whatever, but I'm sure he'll be very pleased with that. And I am very much looking forward to having him as a guest in two weeks after. The great Gilbert Gottfried. Also that day, Liz Mealy will be joining us. Liz Mealy has a wonderful new cat book called My Cat is an Asshole. and is actually in stores right now. And I'm going to get it so I can show her that I, because she's great. 
And she's really nice, and she's been on the show multiple times, and I needed a, a comic, and I thought a girl would be a good idea with two boys. Uh, this is the last time you know, we had Lenny Marcus on with the musician, who's the perfect person to have, because you don't want to have anybody too overbearing that's going to make the artist feel weird, since they're not comics, or they feel like they have to do stuff, and Liz is that perfect person, and this book just looks so funny. My cat is an asshole, um, so I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it tomorrow. I think I'm going to go when I'm in Jersey. I'll just go to Barnes & Noble and get it, and I'll have a picture of myself buying it. And that's got to make her feel good. She's a good girl. Woman, oh, God, you can't say anything without getting... Why did you call her a girl, asshole? By the way, also, saw the Tina Turner documentary on HBO Max, and it's beautiful again in five parts. Oh, how much do I love this five-part stuff? I love taking a break. And then turning it off and then doing something else and coming back to it. Maybe it's in six parts. I don't know. Whatever it is, it was fun because you could watch it in parts. And it's a pretty damn good documentary. It was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all know it's kind of weird to have a documentary when you've already had a biopic on you and a a really good movie about you. But I guess the fact of the matter is when it's somebody who's as interesting as she is and, you know, the unfortunate life that she lived and then a heroic comeback then it's kind of cool i think my friend lawrence was talking to me about it the other day and he's like you know it's kind of weird because she only had the one album (laughs) that but it was so hot uh but she really only had that one album but then i suggested that there was the second album that you know had one hit on it then she also had which was not an album simply the best and the mel gibson uh moved the mad max three song so she had other ones after that, but yeah, it's really only that one out, the Private Dancer album that, you know, just from the 80s that's still that goddamn popular. And they had a Broadway show about her. But yeah, I guess when you, you know, you live that kind of lifestyle, uh, people are just interested and interested because it's obviously current with, um, you know, abuse by a horrible man. And uh, they, you know, and they got the footage and that's the key. Not at first, so the first part is the stuff, you know, where it's just those stills where they zoom in, which I hate, but then, of course, they have lots and lots of footage, which is what makes a documentary these days, which is why we can't get our good friend Rick Newman, a documentary about Catch a Rising Star, which would be amazing, because there's just not enough video footage. Damn it. I mean, yeah, can we take from the movie Fame, which takes place at Catch a Rising Star? Yes, but it's not good enough. See, if they had the uh, raw footage from that, but then you got a Alan Parker just died, right? So you, you, you can't go through him, and uh, what are you going to do? I don't know. I think a documentary on Catch a Rising Star, and I'd like to be involved with that, would be super awesome. But I don't think it's in the cards. It's just too bad, because he's awesome, and it's cool. I believe that's our show for today, folks. I hope you liked it. Do you want me to... Should I just uh, play the, uh, the part in the car again? I think I will. I'm going to just play this part again because it makes me laugh. Hey, Flip, can I talk to you for a second? I just got to talk to you for a second. I was trying to talk to you before about something, you know? Hey, Flip, hey, Flip, can I talk to you? Listen, my girlfriend, she likes to taste the communion wafers, right? Hey, Flip, Flip, can I talk to you for a second, please? I'm sorry, that's going to be funny every time. And if you don't think that's funny, I don't want you listening to this podcast anymore. I think we could have a deal here. Talk to your second father. Yeah, call me Frank. Frank. Frank, listen. Yeah. Come here, you want to hear something? Listen. I got I, my girlfriend, you know? Can I tell you something? Yeah. Come here for a sec. Listen, Frank. Uh, I want to hear something. 
I, I, I got a lot of ideas. You see, like I was reading up about the Pope. Hey, Father. Yes, you're Frank. 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 Yeah, Frank. Yeah, Frank. Okay, Frank. Yeah, listen, Frank. Uh, I got a, I got a girlfriend. You know, she's Pauline. Her name's Pauline, and and yeah, I, I. What do you mean? You got a, you, did you, you get her pregnant? Yes, I did. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> She loves to taste the communion wafers. Well, I, I got a lot of ideas, you know, swimming around in my head. And I, I was reading a lot of stuff lately. I, I heard, like, the Pope, he, he gives a uh, uh, special, this, you know, what is this? Dispensation. Yeah. Yeah. You think the, the Pope could give Pauline an abortion? Can he give you a dispensation for an abortion? Yeah. You think he could do this? I don't think so, Bob. Well, maybe, you know, maybe he could do it for me. Maybe, you know, maybe... I'm sorry, Bobby. I don't think so. I was just Did thinking. Did you talk about to it. your priest about it? Yeah, I, I talked to everybody about it, <laughs> and I talked to a lot of <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of all right. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot. All right. Boy, talking about ruining everybody's night. What an asshole! Remember the the father gets so upset. I had to play the real one. I got it pretty good. I just paraphrased it because it was more fun that way. Hey, listen. I got a lot of ideas swimming in my head. I got it pretty right. Well, listen, what do you want me to tell you? I found it hilarious. And the thing is, if I'm laughing at it whenever I play it, just like the Instagram thing, then I know it's working because I just, I, I, it's so weird. I was playing that clip that I put out myself and I was, it was just making me laugh because I'm just like, it's so stupid. It's the stupid stuff that uh, seems to uh, work for me personally. I don't know. If it makes me laugh. I'm assuming it makes you guys laugh. There's no other real way to judge. <laughs> our show for today everybody i hope everybody had a lovely time i'm pretty sure that next week will be our video (laughs) and audio podcast monthly for our patreon subscribers and i believe if everything goes according to plan fred stoller will be my guest and i cannot wait to talk to him i'm hoping he's going to be amenable to this about the entire sixth season of seinfeld which he wrote on created characters on and starred in so i just want to talk about that for a half hour before we move on to his unbelievable career where also me and him worked together on a on a strip show uh, on usa uh, very odd many years later but yeah i mean you know he created the character of kenny banya and i want to hear more about it and i want to hear more i have some season six questions as a big seinfeld fan as hopefully you are too and he ought to be a very quite interesting guest. So that will be next week on the Nightfly. Other than that, everybody, have a wonderful week. It's nice and sunny, at least here in New York City. I hope it's good weather where you are and that you're staying safe. And I'll see everybody next week. Goodbye.